Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Okay. Wow, okay. we had a really nice cynical opening. <laughs> Kyle fucked it up. Oh my god. I uh, actually tweeted, you know, I used to be the go-to for cheerfulness. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, um, it's I, over. We're doing two today, and yeah. I briefly suggested we do one today and two next week. And nope. I, your eyes flashed an anger that <laughs> is fearsome. Oh, my and- God. I couldn't, I couldn't face it. I couldn't face the idea of putting it up. Because remember last time we are like, we're going to do two this time. And I'm like, okay, no, like I don't think I can do two. And then this time you were like, I don't know that I could do two. And I'm like... Come on, let's just fucking do two. Because oh, I know, no, you recovered and you sounded like a nice person. But for just a second, I saw the real Jackie Cation. Oh, oh there is a monster inside of me. <laughs> Nobody there wants is. that. Nobody wants that out. I don't begrudge anyone's fear of whatever the hell. I was just okay. So uh, first of all, let's slow it down already. We oh, yeah. we have to spread <laughs> ten minutes of material into a hundred and twenty minutes. Right, because we have three. Slow it down. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, I let me say okay. Then let's start with something good. Last night I yeah. did two sets at the Improv. Yeah, none of that material. Oh, awesome! I did any material I fucking wanted to. Yes, and I literally I did the lab first, and I brought my notebook up, oh, and yeah. I worked on just material yeah. that was like premises that were just essentially it was storytelling night at the lab. Oh, that's great! And then I closed on. That's code I, for. New material, no punchlines. Yeah, no, not enough punchlines there, you guys. And then, uh, though, I will say the millennial um, keeping it. Uh, it was a simpler time. I'm, that's what I call these bits. Yeah. Anyway, it needs one more thing, but I found the angle on the second part of the bit. So oh, it's that's amazing. cool. It's a. Ama- it's. Uh, it's. It's going to be a signature bit, you guys. It's- <laughs> Oh man, you're putting way too much pressure on on, it. on absolutely all parts. It can't of that. handle it. It can't. It, that joke can't handle it. It can't, I can't be. Handle it, it can't be the thing on your. It can't be your epitaph. Right. Epitaph. Right. Or on my gravestone. <laughs> Whatever. I was like, <laughs> is it epigraph or epitaph? I think it's epitaph, and but it is eight thirty in the morning or something like that. Yeah, it's nine. It's nine anyway. But it's a Sunday morning, and it's. Uh... Oh, guess what Sunday morning it is. What's a, oh Comic Con Sunday morning? No. What? Yeah, that too. What else? My fucking birthday. I'm here in a dungeon, an upstairs dungeon on my fucking birthday I talking for two hours. Forget that you have the same birthday as a longtime friend of mine. Who? Uh, <laughs> you don't know him. He's... Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Because that's who has the Stephen same birthday. a guy I went to grade school with. Oh, okay. So he's my only friend left over from high school, though since I went to uh, an actual reunion. Two people, three people have come out of the woodwork. Anyway, um, oh, but I don't mind. They're yeah, nice people. sure, it's nice but to I think reconnect. Thirty years later, everyone you kinda, should get a you second chance. Let go of a lot of things. Sure, sure. But happy birthday! Ugh. Mine is Wednesday. Thank you. I know we're only four days apart. We're four days. Of, that was one of the reasons why we do this. <laughs> That's why we do our pie. Had <laughs> you been born on the twenty first or me on the fifteenth, this would not exist. No, there had I to be need, four we needed days. a four day window. Four exactly. day window exactly. So. Our parents banged almost simultaneously i don't need to hear it my father i just talked to him and he was telling me about the new ladies in his life he's 80 he's thinking about getting his eyes done he's 80 uh no 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 mean oh plastic surgery (laughs) 
was like, you know what that, the good news there is that it means that he's going to live for at least another 20 years. Your dad and my mom are the same age. Eight O, yes. And he's out catting around? Oh, he's catting around. That's crazy. It's his entire point and purpose in life. It does keep him young. It keeps him jackasses. It's fine. You know what keeps my mom young is trying to find out who opened the dishwasher and interrupted the cycle. I swear, I'm like, it's just you and me here right now, and it wasn't me. You don't think it was a boy? He wasn't, like he would he wasn't ever, home at the time. And would he ever touch the dishwasher? Does he touch the dishwasher? <laughs> not a big, not, not a big <laughs> initiative. About... I'm going to put away the dishes, he says to himself at 11. No, <laughs> seems not. Just restart it. Do you have to? Because mm. she can barely walk anyway. So she's hobbling on her stumps, going from room to room, asking <laughs> who left the dishwasher on. Uh, or who opened it? Who opened it? Well, it was one of you. And uh, so there's just, if it you didn't her. do it. Don't sweat it. Just start it. It's it is one of those things. Like, did you ever live alone? No. For one day, I lived alone. Didn't really? I tell you this? Wait, you might have. Wait, but okay. tell me again. Uh, okay, I, live need... with, I grew up live live with my family my entire life, as it, almost everyone does. Right. Then I go to college. I have a roommate named Vicky. I've never met before. Right. And you live isn't with even her for... a swimmer. <gasps> I don't it's even. An know, how am I supposed to talk to someone like that? <laughs> Some monster <laughs> who doesn't share every aspect of my life. No wonder I dropped out. Right. Oh, that'll show her. <laughs> Vicky, are you listening? <laughs> and then, how long did you live with her? Well, like six or seven months till I left school. Did you? Wait, you did know, you... I've, I've always intended to return. It's really on my list. Uh, you know, uh, John DeBoer used to do this joke. He said, "You know, I finished college. I didn't graduate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just done, John DeBoer." <laughs> so, um, so then I moved back home with my parents, mm-hmm. and then, uh, then I'm like, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna wrestle this uh, fucking bull to the ground. I moved back to L.A. because I didn't want L.A. to defeat me. So I okay. then I moved in with some swimmers. By this time, I'm. 60 pounds overweight, not swimming. Mm-hmm. And I'm living with people that were on my UCLA team. Oh, there you go. Th- definitely sends me head first into more depression. Okay. Then I move, I leave on the day the challenger explodes. I, I remember I was, le- that oh, seems suspicious. You I don't s- think that that's suspicious? <laughs> I'm glad I was never questioned. <laughs> exactly. Uh, where's she going? I, w- I had been going to OA meetings here mm-hmm. in LA, which, uh, you know, if you're overweight, it your LA's full of bulimics that are thin, and it's really depressing to be in the same meeting with thin people who are crying about their foods. You're like, you look perfect. What's wrong with you? I was just talking to someone who goes to OA meetings currently, and she said, I thought that initially because she's heavy. Yeah. And uh, and then I started listening to what they were saying, and they were saying the exact same bullshit I was saying. But which they look is, better than you. Oh my God, way better. <laughs> You might need they an call, OA meeting. They cry it's because per- that sort of attitude. Their tears are beautiful. Their, their tears cry down thin faces and a carved cheekbones, uh, unlike no, me. I also worked with somebody who was fucked up skinny and should have gone to OA meetings because uh, there was trouble. It was who trouble. Cares? She looked good. No, she didn't. She looked like a skeleton and she was about to fall over in a heap. Okay, so go ahead. That anyway. gets a series in this in this city. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then so then I go I go back home, tail between my. Uh, legs, you know. There's a lot of defeat in this story. Yes, oh. and my legs are so big that the fact that my tail could fit between them was pretty astonishing. 
Okay. A little fat shaming. But of yourself. <laughs> of myself. Of I'm yourself. allowed. I'm allowed. You're allowed to fat shame it's yourself. It's not Chris Christie. Everyone calm down. <laughs> oh, and the that fact that you soul. love fat shaming Chris Christie, you're like, it's all I have. Leave me alone. Yeah, seriously. I okay. hate that guy. Anyway. Um, well, it's hard to do. I've, as I said, it's hard to do now. But, mm. I mean, it's just hard to come up with an original fat joke on Chris Christie. It's true. But That's during the I've first never, six yeah. months, it was glorious. Okay. <laughs> so I'm home. I start doing comedy. Then I, I live at home and do comedy for... So you ten years back living here with your folks, right? So the times I am alone are when I'm in a hotel, and the times road, I'm in a yeah. hotel are when I'm not working a gig that has me in a condo. Right. So that's very rare. Okay. Okay. So then I moved to New York, mm-hmm. and I have two roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, one, as I t- I think I said, was a part time prostitute. No, and no, I missed uh, I missed this 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 resume. <laughs> part time, and she had a parrot. She, did she? I used to have this. I, I, you lived with a part-time prostitute. Yeah. A, what was her other job? She was a temp. <laughs> no, this is a joke. There, I, this is my first joke that actually what cemented me as a New York comic. My, right. my roommate is a prostitute and a temp. You know, you New York. What is it? You know, New York is too expensive <laughs> when when turning tricks isn't enough money. You have to know Word and Excel. Okay, <laughs> a fucking opening joke for ten right, years in New right. York City and and destroyed every yeah. time. And because yeah. it, it was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So and then my other roommate was a graphic designer. Okay, also very interesting, but you know, l- less of a fascinating. And did she get job. laid on a regular basis? How was that going along? I just, but not for sweaters. I once, I once went out with a guy who sweaters. Who, what kind of yeah. prostitute do you think my friend was? This guy that I dated, a sweater prostitute. Yeah, he got free jumpers. He told me he was oh my foreign. God. Anyway, that's a classy life we've okay. lived. Go. <laughs> I think one free jumper is enough. That's, well, that's enough to take to goodwill the next day. If you're putting out for a dude, go. <laughs> okay, so then, um, so then I move in with my boyfriend, my uh, boyfriend Gennady, who is the Russian guy. Right. So we live together for a bunch of years, and we break up, and I move in in uh, on um, West One Fifty Third with this girl named Suzanne. And our our landlord, the woman who owns the building, is last named Hamilton. This is in Hamilton Heights. And I was like, I wonder if she's related to, to Hamilton. Hamilton, Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Never Alexander found out. Hamilton. Never um, found out. Oh, well, I yeah. hate that story then. Anyway, yeah. go. Um, <laughs> so. You're very, are you in, you're in full director mode right now. I am in full, and, and it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Because There's we no, have why three are we hours. Hurrying? There's no rush. I genuinely just thought that to myself when I was like, let me meander for once. <laughs> once oh oh wait a minute <laughs> go okay oh my god again with the going i'm stopping so then i'm like hey I, I see that the the these apartments are for sale and they're pretty cheap i enter the lottery i get picked i can buy a, an apartment wow right and where yeah. i have my place so i buy it and uh but it's still we can't move in for a bunch of months and then i meet my son's father on a road gig and this, by the way, this is where female comics should be waving flags. Right. Uh, flag factory. Uh, uh, red flags. Yeah. Everyone hold up your red flag. <laughs> hold up your red flags in this part of the story. At the end of our week together, I invite him to move in with me in my new apartment when it's ready. Wow. So then he, so I, so the day it's ready, I move you in. You have lesbian instincts. <laughs> uh, that's what you have. <laughs> so the day it's ready, I move in. He flies to New York the next day. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, and then after that, I had a kid. So, so that one wow. night between uh, that one <laughs> that night was it. and there was no furniture in the apartment. I slept on the floor because I didn't have any furniture. I didn't, you know, I, I was, You're I had nothing. To... I was coming in, you know, and that was it. That was the one night I've lived alone in my 52 years <laughs> of being on this earth. And I'm at least doomed to 10 more years. Right. Because, 
well, wait. At least seven. Eight. eight. He's f- going into fifth grade. That right. That's assuming he goes to a four-year college that's not near here. Right. That, that, that assumes that he isn't you. And keep <laughs> oh living God, with your parents again. At least 33. <laughs> oh, my God. The age of Christ. So one night. I've lived alone for one night. Wow. I was going to talk about how great it is to live alone. It is great. It's the best thing in the world because what I would do is I would um, – I lived – I had a roommate. I shared a, a, a studio when I first moved here with Jennifer mm-hmm. McLean, right? Comic, married to Aaron Lee, mm-hmm. writer. Anyway, I think we hit all these points last week, or or at some point in the yeah. last eighty-two hours. But <laughs> the uh, the deal is this: is that she eventually said, "We're in our thirties. You got to get out." Uh, the next person I want to live with is either my boyfriend or my husband, and I said, "Fair enough." <laughs> and so I got my own place, and I had my own place from like ninety-nine. I think, or 2000 to 2003. Oh, my God. It was a delight. And it was only... and It was, was just, in an apartment? Was it, it was in an apartment with off-street parking over in Val... By uh, Valley... Uh, by the community college, Valley Community College. Was it a one-bedroom or a yeah, studio? Yeah, one-bedroom. Wow. Yeah, and it was four fifty a month with off-street parking, oh which is insane God. in Los Angeles now. But, but it was also 1999. So, um, and the, my landlord... Uh, Rontowski got me the... the um, the apartment. Yeah, she lived across the street in the in the building. It was owned by these Lithuanian people who mm-hmm. had bought them and paid for them by 1970. Oh, and the woman, smart. right? And the woman who uh, who managed it was a hoarder, and Rontowski had to live in the in the building that the hoarder lived in. And so several of the apartments were not rented because she was stacking very thinly stacked newspapers. That sounds like my dream life. Oh, I just want to own a house so I can fill with things. Oh, she 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 Rontowski eventually had to leave. Oh my god. And but Karen was that Karen. She was like, you can move across the street and live there. Uh, and then she instituted something I use to this very day, which is the no pop in rule. There's no pop in. This is not a oh, sitcom. You didn't leave a lead a Kramer Seinfeld no. existence. She was like, uh, you gotta call. I, I may be sleeping. I I, you may be doing something that I, yeah. I I don't want you to come over. Yeah. And so, and I would call and sometimes you go. That's a true friend. It was my, a true friend. Yeah. And it was, it's the best rule in the world. Yeah. Because to this day, I'm like, don't pop in. Maybe, you know, guys do pop-ins, at least on sitcoms. I don't know if they do it in real life, but it's. Kyle, weird. do guys do pop-ins? Not really. Yeah. Maybe sometimes. It's weird because it's, there's no, I mean, there's. You got you got the don't pop in the neighbor behind the fence at Tim Allen's house. You got that guy commenting all the time. Well, I see Larry a lot. He's our neighbor. <laughs> Your neighbor's then, name is Larry. Yeah, we got Larry. And Larry <laughs> has cones in front of our his house. So Why? That, so that nobody parks there, even though he has a three car garage and a driveway. Is that illegal? Isn't yeah, that impersonating an officer? Uh, no, it's Your not house? that, but uh, but it is definitely not legal, and someone has stolen one of his cones, and it might have been Andy, but he won't admit to it. Because Andy likes to, because what Andy likes to do is park between, he when he had two cones, yeah. Andy would pr- purposefully park between the two cones. <laughs> and he's like, I know Larry's leg hurts, but he has three parking spots in his in on his property. He yeah. Can, yeah, he can just park. There's no reason, but... Uh, Andy also goes to the to the neighborhood thing, the neighborhood meetings. Yeah, and he said if anyone could guarantee that nobody parked in front of these people's houses, they would elect Hitler, they would elect uh, Putin, it's they would true. elect just Pol Pot. They would they would kill. Well, their you neighbors. don't want to park in your garage because everyone uses their garage for something besides the car. Why right. would you put your car in the driveway? That's that's land. 
You That's could put a, a plant on. He's got he's got this weird and he has a giant pickup truck. It's a great story. Uh, he's got this giant. Oh, pickup. you with your commentary. It is interesting. All right, we're gonna go with it. What then. color's the truck? It's blue. It's a blue, what like a Silverado. Color. Yeah, I knew it. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but so like I we have we had this deal when we moved in to this house. Andy bought the house. Mm-hmm. I moved in with him. Oh, I thought you guys bought it together. Well, he I helped pick it because okay. he was we were dating six months, and he yeah. said I'm going to buy a house. I'd love you to help me pick it. Oh, that's nice. And that I takes said, the pressure off. I said, I'm going to panic. That's what you got to do to your joke. I'm going to work on some other jokes. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. never mind. It doesn't exactly translate. <laughs> Go back to your story. <laughs> the, uh, right, because I was like, what is happening? What? No, yeah, please nothing's tell happening. me about it. Okay. I tried to make it's an a... analogy, but I realized it <laughs> was structurally unsound. Structure. Okay, fair enough. Let it, let it fall like the house of cards that it was. <laughs> and I will say that... Um, and I, what I did was I wanted to keep that apartment, the four fifty a month apartment. Okay, yeah. And sublet it, sort of like Mad About You. Sure. Um, because I, I didn't, I have never watched Mad About You. Is that what happens? Uh, well, isn't that the one with Paul Reiser? Yeah. Uh, Paul Reiser sublet his apartment to Kramer on Seinfeld. Oh. They're in the same and, and friends. They're in the same universe. Really? Yeah, because Phoebe's twin sister worked uh, in the cafe that that Paul Reiser, Mad About You, Helen uh, Hunt went to. Oh. They're all in the same. They're all in the same universe. This makes me want to watch all of those shows again now. Yeah, it made me uh, hate all of them more <laughs> because I was like, "Oh, I see what you're doing." And then, but I don't mind it. But the, when it when it was revealed in Seinfeld that that Paul Reiser that was Paul Reiser's apartment that Kramer was renting. No, I didn't. Yeah. I never saw that he one. He was subletting it. Oh my god, and... that must have been a giant news story on USA Today that day when that happened. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. Huge <laughs> reveal. You guys. Splash. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And anyway, so but I wanted to keep it and then uh-huh. rent it to my friend Anna Becker. Uh, and then Andy was like, that that feels weird. Like you're not willing to commit to our relationship, but do whatever you need to do. You being a businesswoman. <laughs> right. You being a ruthless <laughs> Donald Trump of Encino. <laughs> you're not committed to the relationship. I think that's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> And then, so I gave it up. And then Anna Becker, my friend Anna, rented that apartment, and it was seven fifty. And to this day, she's like, "Hmm." She actually is not. She's very supportive, but uh, it it was too bad but that it went up three fifty. Were you going to rent it to her for a for four fifty? Oh, no, no, I was going to give it to her for the price of. And um, but it it. So I gave it up. We moved in together, and then. Oh, I know. The whole point of this story was that I park in the garage and I park in the garage uh, and it has a clicker, right? Which makes an automatic garage thing work. And I said, we will trade when the clicker dies. We have lived in that house since 2004. You'll trade what? He can park in the garage when when the clicker dies, when the battery, because I don't want to replace the battery. And it I said, "It is a huge hassle. You'd rather park on the street for the yes, rest of your life for the rest of my. Than you can change have a it. battery. Yes. So it. we've lived in that house for thirteen years, and I have got to park in the garage for thirteen years. And sometimes when it starts to fail, I'm like, oh, oh, almost. <laughs> you almost get to park in the garage. Wow. And um, that's thirteen years. Yeah. I bet the value on your house has gone up." Well, it went down. What? Well, we bought it in 2004. Uh, in 2008, it oh. crashed. 2004, we they were, were prices down. were on the way up. Yeah, for a we while. almost bought it at the top of the market. Oh, fuck. Good for us, huh? Shrewd move. But since when we moved in um, and then it crashed, I said, yeah. 
were you planning on moving? I'm never moving. I'm never moving. And, that, <laughs> and I, you've been to my house. My house is a two-bedroom, one-bath, yeah. single floor yeah. with a big backyard. I'm like, yeah. that's what old people should live in. We're going to live there until I die because it's perfect to grow old in. There's two <laughs> steps to get up into our house. Perfect. So we can be 70. We can yeah. be 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad told me that he might get plastic surgery when he's 90. He's like, maybe I'll get it in 10 years. What plastic surgeon would the, operate on a 90-year-old? The one that wanted to buy, de- uh, I don't know, braces for their kids. Uh, but my dad's actually trying to figure out how to get it done for free through the VA. Oh, my God. The VA. <laughs> what? Wait, they've got soldiers killing themselves left and right, and but but they're going to handle your dad's yeah. eye bags? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. My dad had, he's like, they'll, they'll also tighten up the sides. And I was like, why don't you do something about your neck, Dad? No, I did not say that because it seemed rude. Wait, you wanted a noose around it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I immediately go to death when you're talking exactly. about a parent. Parent, how do we do it? So. I was at, okay, so I was at a, this is exciting for your people. Oh, my, my people, the Armenians? Mm-hmm. I was right. at a swim meet yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And it was timing. So I got to see all the card, the oh, event you volunteer? Cards. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so here's- This is going to build character, this volunteering. This is going to bring you back into the community. I like timing. No, I'm of g- course you yeah, do. Okay. You like all things to do with swimming. But the swim- So the swimmers to give me the, their card and, and, you know, it says her name on it and I write the time down when I finish, right? So, so the racial breakdown of this giant swim meet- Yesterday was um, the smallest group was uh, there were a couple black kids. Not oh, many. demographic. Yes. Wise. Okay. okay. Then there, then there was some Asian kids. Not many. Then we get into the bigger group. There's a lot of Hispanic kids, mm-hmm. right, including my son. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the second largest group, which would be non-Armenian white people. <laughs> And then the armada of Armenians. Unfucking believable. I'm telling you, your people are taking this sport. They they will own it in 20 years. If not sooner. Um. Yeah. And the coaches, like the other coaches are like, whatever, bro, good try. And the Armenian coaches, as soon as... I mean, I'm not saying they're from Armenia. There's like they're like one generation removed. Oh yeah, yeah. But you can. They're bossy magoos. As though. soon yeah. as the kid touches, hey, you, they start giving. They're yelling a critique about uh, the race and how to. And yeah, you're like you. You lost your kick. You gave up. It's like, dude, <laughs> let him get take his he's, goggles he's off. He's eleven. He's, he's eleven. He's yelling at him. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty yeah, cool. It's to a, see. It, it's the, it was cool. <laughs> Hardcore. It was, really, it was cool to see. It was cool. They're going to build some some character. Yeah, but it, I mean, it came out of the Soviet system. You realize? Yes, ours. Yeah. Ours. Yeah, you're, that's true. You're right. Yeah, that's why they came out of the super. You right? know, you got. That's all we have. Stand in line for bread, but win the win the sporting events. <laughs> and um, yeah, like our coaches for our team are not Armenian. They were late. Super supportive. They were late to the beat. <laughs> Okay. Right. They were like, "Uh, sorry, man, we got the time wrong." I'm like, "What the fuck? That you have one job. Get to the meet on time, so the kids can warm up." Uh huh. The Armenians are like running drills, you know, <laughs> at the pool before the meet starts. It right. was really like wearing themselves out before they even get into the yeah. into the pool. No, those kids are so trained that oh, they're they, warmed up. They weren't worn out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they reminded me of this team. This team called Mission Viejo mm-hmm. in in Mission Viejo. Okay. And um. They were famous for these 
you know, shoulder killing workouts. Like I'm sure all the Mission Viejo swimmers my age are have had surgery on their shoulders because they used to do so much yardage, like just 15, 20,000 or... yards a day, okay. just swimming, just oh. tons. They 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 really made distance freestylers, which okay. means you are just it's nonstop. And freestyle can be tough on your shoulders, you know. In it, no, I don't amounts. know. Well, it it's, can. It can. Good to and, know. Uh, but they would come to meets, and they like everyone else. You know, you come to a meet, you kind of do your own thing. You know, mm-hmm. you get in your head. And Michigan Viejo, they would make them stay in their uh, parkas and their team sweats, and they would do like uh, land, uh, dry land warm ups together. Okay, and it was just you, just like you know, fucking get in the water, stop showing off with twirling your arms around like that. <laughs> but that, but they're hardcore. They reminded right. me of the Armenians a little bit, right? At this meet, I like the demographic breakdown of. I was like, have you ever thought about working for the Census Bureau? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, by the way, the all of the last names, mm-hmm. okay, they they all would have a hyphen and go to the next line, all the Armenian names. I don't know how you got Kation. I'm Somebody long ago must have lopped off the first ten syllables of your last name and just was like, fuck it, Kation. Like, they probably tried with Shun, S-H-I-A-N, right? And they're like, wait, no, that's too abbreviated. <laughs> it's too short. That's like an um, Irish person having O apostrophe. That's the whole name. We're a simple people. It's, uh, <laughs> I know that when my grandfather came in, he was literally running from the Turks. And he, like, So Kation... they just might have given him any name? Well, because his name was, it was like Hachikian or something like that. It was, yeah. it was much longer. And then he was like i gotta keep the armenian thing but the turks i think are looking for me so i'm gonna go with and oh um, wow i'm gonna go with the ian but i'm gonna go with something like like cash is almost it's almost it sounds it's almost turkish yeah and it's it's um because did i tell you that that i found um my grandmother's account of the genocide (gasps) because i had my great aunts and the thing about both of them this might be a pattern with people who've lived through some sort of Holocaust or genocide. Right. Is you got to pull teeth to get them to tell you the horrible stuff. Yeah. Like I, I do that thing on my, in my, yeah. on my album. But so I was like, oh, she, and I know that she had uh, talked to this, there was like an Armenian thing, would talk yeah. to the Smithsonian or give them the Library of Congress, this thing. So my brother had it translated because we don't speak Armenian. And my grandmother's Armenian was, because she had never, she had like a fifth grade education. Yeah. So her her language skills were a mishmash of Armenian, Turkish, and Arabic. Oh and, wow. Um, so that's that's rough to translate. Yeah. So they translated it, and I was reading it, and I was like, because I she had told me like two different versions of the story of beating the priest off the donkey with the with the two by four. Yeah. And initially, it was just a person. Yeah. That she had beaten off. Yeah. And then beaten off. That sounds dirty. And then 10 years later. <laughs> Classic Cation oh, grandma. Exactly. More dick jokes. <laughs> and then 19, she beat, uh, she told me about the priest and she changed it to the priest. And it was uh, in the in the written part that she told the Library of Congress, she didn't do the priest version. Wow. She, she first of all, cleaned up her own activity. <laughs> And second of all, oh no, she did what the Turks did to the genocide, which she she oh, whitewashed she's a, it. Right, she's a denier. She's a priest beater she's up a denier. Denying her own experience. Exactly. And well, and the weird thing is, is so every story in this in this like five page uh, account is essentially one story of her being marched across the world, and who was nice to her. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And it was like every, and it was like, and in, and then every couple of paragraphs uh, they'd write. But I hate the Turks. <laughs> the Turks are horrible. And oh, but these other people in Lebanon were nice. And you're like, what, what, what did wait, the Turks do? What the? <laughs> 
And well, she's like, I'm not talking about that. According to the Turks, not much. It turns out the Turks, not nothing. But what, everybody you, wanted to move. You said your great aunt provided insight. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> yes. Um, well, my, my great aunt had more, she, uh, her version, because she had. Um, That's your grandma's sister? Yeah, my grandmother's okay. sister. She had uh, a better education and she was sort of the. Yeah. The, um, she could write, read and write, and all mm-hmm. these things. It was pr- pretty cool. She could read and write, you guys, and uh, yeah, it was great. And um, but it, the, no extra story. No, well, her story was very different, um, which was weird because they were in the same, you know, choo choo. You know, they were in the same uh, train of train. Uh, Is train the word you're desperately searching for? <laughs> but they weren't on a train. They were oh. on a they they were on a forced march. They were on foot. I wouldn't say choo choo and... is at all appropriate <laughs> yeah, at all. There was an occasion. Mar- sounds fun. I think forced mar- march is good. <laughs> they were in the same forced march, though. The uh, according to both accounts, they were on an occasional train. They were like, uh, and um, but it was interesting because she does mention the bread. She does. Uh, my grandmother, in her account, does mention the fact that because they uh, they gave the, they kept saying, "You guys are going to leave town. You guys are going to leave town. We're we're getting you out of town. We're moving you out." And so every morning they would bake bread. Yeah. To take on the road with them. Yeah. And the the morning that how they long does were, that take? Uh, to bake bread? Yeah. Uh, probably. Just... Well, you got to. It's got to rise. So you got to get up at probably. I mean, at like three in the morning, so that you can make the dough and then have it rise oh and then God. bake it and then and then so by six o'clock and you then have go bread. on a forced march. Well, yes, and so they. So probably two weeks of them getting three hours of sleep a night, right? Wow. Because every day they're like, got to make the bread, got to make sure we got food and, and stuff. And then they had to do their podcast. And then they have to do their oh podcast and sets the night before. <laughs> and my grandmother always did want to do stand-up. Really? When I started doing stand-up, she was like, oh, I wish I had, was younger, I would do stand-up. And I was like, you're only 90. Get out there. That's so, <laughs> that's so cool that she saw you doing it. She, I mean, yeah, all, knew all, of it. everything was worth it. Yeah. Right? And it was everything was worth it. And yeah, so... And and I, I think I, I did... mean the trouble she went to to get here, obviously. Yes, is what you mean. Yes, yeah, is is that the genocide wasn't <laughs> right? She, she was yes, like, yes, a lot of people died, but Jackie, if you saw her Conan, you would say they would all. If all those millions of souls could weigh in, they would right. say worth it. They would say worth it. I have this to say about my. Um, a couple of people are like, you did good. So never, ever say what you, because people are like, so you think that it wasn't very good? You think it wasn't very good? And Wait, I was like, what? I said I could find some problems with it. Last, last. Uh, oh, okay. Right, yeah, right. I was like, there were things that I would have done differently if I could have gone through it with a fucking microscope. Right. On the whole, it was fine. Yeah. And I was nervous for me. Yeah. Nobody could tell I was nervous. Right, right, right. So everyone calm the fuck down. I was nervous. Oh, you don't need you don't need people's gentle massages. Of, you did a good you job. You were good, and it was and it's super supportive. Yeah, but all it does is make me feel like shit. So stop doing it. And I and it was my fault. You know how like when you go up on stage and you should never tell people that you're tired. You right. should never admit that you're not. You don't think it's going well. Right. And oh, you get yes. sucked into right. it. You can get sucked into it sometimes. Yeah. And and. But it doesn't do anybody any good. If as a comic on stage, don't mention you're tired. Because then that'll make them tired. Unless you have a joke about it. Right. If you got, oh, yeah, please. And then, uh, and never say that you don't think it's going well because they will believe you. True. They'll totally believe you. So I get why people do it because you're in your head and you, but you're being honest. Right. They're having a perfectly good time. Right. Last night I did all, 
all new stuff. It was great. And uh, a couple of them didn't have punchlines. And I did this, the thing I just told you not to do. I did it. Yeah. I said, oh, that one doesn't have a punchline, which uh, is dumb. That drives me crazy when you do that. I know it is. Because no half the time it's like interesting they stories. Right. They can't tell. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with them, Cation. Shut it. Just move <laughs> to the next fucking joke. Work on more punchlines if you want there to be more punchlines. Your self-talk is not very positive. <laughs> Exactly. I need. I gotta, Louise. Hey, I love and approve of myself. I love and approve of myself. I love and approve of myself. Oh, I wonder if we read Louise Hay books at the same Hayes books at the same time because she oh. was really big in the eighties. No, right? I read it like five years ago. Oh, Jennifer really? McLean, my roommate of, oh, of, of many yeah, years yeah, in, yeah. The, in the studio, gave it to me, and she was like, "You gotta read this. You say I love and approve of myself four hundred times a day for thirty days," and I was like, "What?" 400. 400 times a day for 30 that, was days. Was that the actual number? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I said, well, that seems ridiculous. And uh, and she said, yeah, but the, the reason you do it is because – and then there's also the writing of affirmations, too. Because yeah. it's a big affirmation book, this Louise yes. Hay book. It's mm-hmm. called I, You Can Heal Your Life. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. And, Thank you. Um, I turned away. You did. You did. It, and coughed into your uh, – Shoulder. Elbow, which yeah. is the way it ought to be done. Thank you. Uh, she's a role model, you guys. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> – <laughs> the, uh, the But if you do it 400 times a day, the, yeah. the, the reason you do it is every time you have a negative thought in your head, mm-hmm. rattle off 10 of them, and you'll notice that 400 go by pretty quick. Oh. Because how many negative thoughts do you have a day about yourself? Not it, many. Oh, you, you say that now. You say <laughs> no, that now. No, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all negative. But uh, it's... Um, yeah, and then I accidentally read the comments uh, yeah. on the Facebook page. I didn't read them on the YouTube page. I don't think that they're enabled. I think that they've disabled comments on the regular Team Coco. Oh, really? I oh, I was obsessed with my comments. Oh, I well, it's it, it's you, proof it, positive that uh, I'm super likable, you guys, because even the worst comments, yeah. are just like it was okay. <laughs> That's great. It was pretty great. Yeah. And uh, did one... you d- did you go in and debate anybody? Nope. Did you? <laughs> one time. <laughs> I can't. I did. You went in there. What? I shouldn't guy... be. I liked my own video. Yeah. Which means that I get notifications when somebody comments on it. Oh. And there's only like eighty comments or a hundred comments, but yeah. there's like almost two hundred thousand views because it turns out the Conan O'Brien show super popular. You guys, <laughs> there's millions of people who watch it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, cool. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We should do comic of the week, by the way. Already? What time is it? Okay, thirty three minutes. We're twenty five percent done with this morning's contrib- <laughs> obligation. <laughs> It is an obligation. It's a beautiful. We're giving back to the community. Yes. Laurie Kilmartin. Uh, yeah. Tracy Smith. Yes. Super funny. Super funny. Did her, her half hour before me. So she's like age appropriate. Right. She's um, like of our age. Maybe she Today's doesn't want birthday, that out there. The you know, well, some people are. Oh, some people want you to squirly. think that they're 35 forever. Like yeah. my dad. Um, my yeah, dad, that's true. My dad has two two things going on right now. Let's I'm talk 80, about okay, and I'm not eighty. So, uh, so yes, it's exactly that. And <laughs> but Tracy's very Tracy is she's very from funny. Canada. She's Canadian. That's where they grow great comics, and then they just unleash them on you, fully formed, and you're like, what the fuck? Whenever, where did this come from? Whenever I see a shitty Canadian comic, I'm always surprised. <laughs> always surprised. Uh, this week, not this next week. I don't know. Oh, I should have checked my. My what? dates, like we got to, we got to tell people because when we're recording this, I'm going to go to Vancouver, oh. and I'm doing Vancouver, Seattle, and Portland. Okay, uh, but this won't. Th- that one's already recorded. This so. airs. This drops 
whatever. What day? Uh, the, what? 24th. 24th? 24th. Oh, I fuck. I'm on a plane tonight. Well, I've, at this point, I have 12 hours left to edit my book. Oh, there you go. It's due on the 25th. But so Tracy Smith, uh, Canadian, but and um, and can be dirty. Yeah. And can be smart mm-hmm. and can be uh, silly and so has all the. All she the, is all of and us. And get this, no Twitter handle. I messaged what? her. Yeah, I messaged her on Facebook because it's slash the comedian Tracy Smith. Mm-hmm. No e on Tracy. T r a c y Smith, and comedian Tracy Smith, and it's her private personal <laughs> Facebook page. A personal private <laughs> Facebook page. Yes, that's and I'm like get some fun. and so I messaged this her. It's monstrous. Like, it's an outrage. Uh, so you're going to be the comic of the week anyway, Tracy Smith. Uh, people <laughs> should go to your personal private. <laughs> well, you can find her on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah, she's got. So, well, she hasn't even posted on. We're friends on Facebook. She hasn't even posted since July 12th, and it's like the 15th. What kind of monster isn't on on First Facebook all, every single part day? Of me is like that's like um, she's not into it. She's not into the digital great. life. It's, it's amazing. It is. I love it. She's yeah. probably a whole person. What do you think? <laughs> no, she's a comic. She's still a comic, right? So, but go find her and uh, and tell yeah. her to get on Twitter or Instagram. Okay, that'd be great. This is the book. So, h- is, how far okay. are you into it? I'm almost exactly halfway done. It. I, here's <gasps> look how at I do you it. with the folding. So when I finish a page, like I, I, I printed out my whole book and then I, I started reading it and making notes. So when I finish addressing a note, I write yellow. Do you have a three-hole punch at your house? No, that's why I didn't bring any to, for you to read because um, I oh, only right. have regular paper. And I, I was going to stop by Staples today and get some three-holes on the way back from this monstrosity of a podcast. Oh, and then just print it on three-hole paper? Yeah. And then, but look, so I'm half – so each – I kept thinking, oh, I just have a few things to address. And yeah. turns out I have – New shit. <laughs> like, look on every page. I'm like, take it out, reef. And then I wrote oh. it in uh, apparently in my dad's handwriting, which means I can't read it. I'm like, what did I say? Because <laughs> I I remember finishing through this with all the notes going. I just got now. I'm just tr- transcribing, and yes. and it's not. I'm trying to figure out what I said. And Are you retyping this as you edit it? This thing. I, I'm like, I, I this whole paragraph that's crossed out. I'll take that out and add whatever this is, which I can't read. But are right you now. working with a document that's editable? Yeah. Oh, good. A Google Doc. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good because, uh, like, if you were retyping, I mean, granted, retyping the whole thing would oh, no. definitely be an amazing. No, this isn't 1920. I'm not standing like <laughs> Hemingway in front of a typewriter. No. Right. Or handwriting it like Jane Austen in, 19- in 1815. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but this is like my Bible. I, I don't go anywhere without it because yeah. it has all my notes on it. You know, right. even though the document is like saved, I, I, yeah, I can't do this ever again. What I did. Right. Well, the, yeah, right. Or with all these notes. And I just have to slowly pour through them. And, and, uh, and, and you're halfway through it or um, more than half. More than half. Almost Great. officially this morning, more than half. I have time to do it. But here's like... And you're going to do it before you go to Luxembourg? Which yeah. is what you're on that plane right now yes. when people are listening I'm to I'm finishing up. Lufthansa, I'm sure, has wireless. And I'm, I'll just be finishing this up right now. You know, international flights sometimes don't have what? wireless. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you need to get a... a you need to make the Google Doc uh, available offline. Google yeah. how to do that. I got to finish it before it. I get on a plane. And uh, yeah, you could also do that. Uh, just, I'm going to be in Dublin. Just turn it off. And then just turn it off. Enjoy my vacation. Wait, I think the 24th. I will be here. I'll still be here. Yeah. Uh, so maybe uh, but I then can... I'm flying to Dublin. Yeah. 
When do you fly? The 25th? 26th. 26th. Isn't it crazy our vacations that we never take are sinking? Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, And our (laughs) non-periods. Menopauses are sinking. <laughs> what if I, our hot flashes sink? Uh, that'd be so weird. Spoon or be spooned. Uh, so I have, uh, yeah. So I am getting. Here's too much info for the men, men folk. Is my period came every other month the last two. Yeah. And um, so I go to my gynecologist, and she's like, "That's not right. What's wrong with that other ovary?" And uh, and I was oh. like, oh, "I don't know, acupuncturist. You're the you're the Chinese Wait, medical doctor. Your gynecologist is an acupuncturist. No, I don't have a gynecologist." What? Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure Kaiser has one that they want me to go to, but um, you don't go every year. I I think I do. The big peak, I call it. Uh, check under the hood. Yeah, the big peak. <laughs> the big peak. Oh my god! You should see the the act out she just did, spreading a giant vagina apart. Do you know why? Because I've I featured for at least two guys, probably three, <laughs> who did that it. spelunking joke with the even with down to the to the to the head. The oh. helmet with the light on it, like they're going into a into but a. You feel a like you have to apologize for being too graphic. Yet every male comic's <laughs> got a. Every male comic has got some sort of weird spelunking into a vagina joke. joke. Right? Who doesn't? Please write your new spelunking into a vagina joke. I heard somebody famous the other day, or relatively, or more successful uh, than me, and twelve. Right. Uh, so yes. not that I'm bitter, but uh, he did some joke about uh, you know the 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 joke, and I've heard it over the last six years is there's uh people who clean your house they're called yeah. housekeepers and it's a company and they're topless oh yeah topless maids topless maids right. i've heard at least a half a dozen dudes talk about uh and the and the joke Guy, is the guys same. who live in their own semen will pretend they hired a topless maid <laughs> right and then they're like i'm not written i think the people who hire those are more interested in seeing titties and you're like Keep writing. Keep writing. You're killing me over here. It's is there no other Was that on someone's Netflix special? I hope <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I want to cut myself. I bet it is. And uh and so yeah, I don't and uh so I you, can't. You know this guy? Hold on. Oh. Yeah, he he did that joke. Really? Yeah, it was an irritating. Wait, because he's, last name. Is uh, it the same one? Yeah, it's the I write it because I can't remember. Uh, um, he's famous, and oh, did you see that uh, Gilded Lily came up with an idea for Post-it notes? No, wait, hold on. Is anyway, it, that's the TV. Yeah, cra- really. Yeah, that guy. He's one of the Talking Heads. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. He did that joke. Yeah, hackiest fucking thing in the world. Granted, we all have an occasional hacky joke. Um, huh. So interesting. Yeah. So I I cut him some slack because he had other stuff that was really funny. Yeah, but every he does. but he's so excited you know about it every time he does it that it makes me want to spit. <laughs> I'm just like boo. I, there, I saw that Jackie again. There's the rage I see it film. twice a twice a podcast. <laughs> those eyes, those the hazel eyes. eyes get dark brown they get for a second. Cold. They cold. <laughs> they flash volcanoes. <laughs> Oh, hazel. Um, that must be an aging process well, thing because they've always been brown. Okay. No, they um, are. They are occasionally hazel. They're kind of. I guess they're brown. They've always been super brown, but I'll, I'll take depends on the I'll light. take something more. I was trying to contrast hazel and brown. Don't take it as an actual for the. I'll take it as a compliment. Effect. Okay, good. Okay, good for you. Please good don't you. take it as an actual uh, diagnosis <laughs> of your eye color. Oh, fair enough. Um, that that's. But he's normally very original. Yes. We all and, and you know what? We all have We all have bad jokes. We all have jokes we don't want to be the only one that people link to when we die. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Amen. It's like it's it. You know what? Another horrible joke. Uh, hide your porn when you when you die. Uh, I want to hide that that YouTube link. Hold on. Oh, are you doing that in the book? Is that Wait, in the book? <laughs> you finding it in your book? <laughs> hide your porn when wow. you die. Are you? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, but shred your porn. Yes, is different than hide your porn. Shred your porn, and the thing is, is I've heard. I don't know why I'm backpedaling. That's a fucking horrible joke. No, it's a no. It's a it's an okay. It can be an okay joke. It's a chapter title. Yeah, and it's a message to old men with porn from a daughter, which is you. Yes, because you found your dad's porn. No, my dad doesn't have. My, no, but your father if, didn't if he have. Had. But right. he had. Well, and and it's. But the thing is, you know is, that I hate you right now, right? I do. I see. Talk about a cold stare. Talk my about, my <laughs> eyes are green, and they just went hazel. Right, and if looks could kill you guys, uh, I'm saying <laughs> is that it is also an overaddressed topic. Right, much like everything, mm-hmm. uh, it just has to be done in a unique fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read your book, which, by the way, is called. I don't even know if I want to let you read my book. <laughs> What's it called? Dead people suck. Dead people suck. Not there my title. Not your title. Half of a chapter title. You're, you're like, oh, oh, is that does that suck too? Does my title suck? No, I'm just saying that it is a topic. <laughs> just because you got me coffee this morning doesn't mean you get to do what you're doing right now. Uh, you, what what's happening right back at me? This is a Bob and Tom moment. This is the silence of the '90s. That's what's happening here. This is a this is a, a heavy glare. Um, no, I'm saying that... Uh, Are you an old man with daughters? Please shred your porn. That's <laughs> the name of a chapter. There you go. Thank you. Shred your porn. And who doesn't want to find porn in the woods? That's what... When I was a kid, uh, guys would uh, put, like, hefty bags full of their old porn in the should woods. Should I delete that chapter? No. No. You should delete nothing from what I've said. You might look at it and say to yourself, how funny is this? No, Jack Assery. Hey, the phone's ringing. I think that's for me, telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you know my entire six, the last six months, I've been looking at this thing going, how funny is this? You, It's hilarious. You're funny. You don't know it. It's you haven't fun. read it. Uh, I know you, and I know that your dead people stuff is hilarious. You, nobody mocks the dead like you. Answer that fucking phone. <laughs> no, that's got to go to, it, it's, this comic book store does not open for another two hours. We're here early. <laughs> Here's the good news. We're 48 minutes into this thing. 45. We're 45 minutes into this thing. We only have another hour and 15 minutes to go. <laughs> and I haven't even addressed anything on my piece of paper. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay, they gave up. Thank God. Oh, they're back. <laughs> no one's picking People... up the phone. Why are you calling a comic book store at not 10 in the morning on a Sunday? Right. They think that it opens at 10, not 11. Assholes. But here's my thing. <laughs> Do you always answer your phone? No, because I always it's on silent. I never answer it. Oh, you don't ever. No, and okay. why do you keep leaving voicemails? People don't listen to them. <laughs> well, you and my brother Phil are the only people who don't listen to voicemails. No, people no. don't listen to voicemails. No, why wouldn't you listen to a voicemail? <sighs> what if I have you something gotta important? Push play. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Then it's like speaker or not. It's a. Uh, I have several friends. We leave longest of all voicemails for each other. Essentially, stories. Ick. It's uh, it's That's nice. Why I don't have friends. <laughs> the look I'm of pain of on it. even Kyle's face is like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. 
It's my friend Jim Wooster and I leave super long voicemails for each other. Me and Marie Bamford leave super long voicemails for each other. No. You know why? Because then you can tell your story without them fucking interrupting. What? Oh, what kind of friendship is that? Uh, what do you guys do? Do you type wow. the longest text messages in the world? Someone's project. No, I don't tell stories to my friends. You don't have any friends. No, that's, that's right. <laughs> You're alone. I save myself a lot of trouble <laughs> by writing apparently hacky books by myself <laughs> in my garage. We can talk about Let's address this for the last 15 minutes. Let's talk about how that joke is a joke. You've heard it be addressed before on stage. It's mostly a setup. Yeah. It's a setup. Yeah, right? it's, it's not like Bill Hicks's bit. So if Bill Hicks has addressed it, that means that it that that a bunch of shitty comics after Bill Hicks have also addressed it, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of decent comics after Bill Hicks have addressed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then a couple of great jokes have come out from the same premise. You you realize you oh, did you ever know Hicks was the first one who talked about porn? What you remember that? No, he was the first one. Who, really? Well, he made it mainstream. He he was the one who said, "Oh, I'm the only one who does porn." You know what? That's probably true. It is true. It's. I don't remember. It was before before Hicks talking about porn, because I do a relatively what I could consider hacky of myself, where I talk about romance novels, and yeah. then I use that sort of stock line. Yeah, where I'm like, "Oh, I'm the only one." I'm supporting right. a billion-dollar industry by myself. Right. That is a, a relatively stock line now. and uh, But that was his line in hmm. 1984 or 87 or whatever he, whenever he worked. So, like, Lenny Bruce never talked about He that. didn't. He didn't. He, he talked, talked about everything else. He talked not... about a lot of other. He was the first one to really address race as sort of a white guy, even though he was Jewish. As probably, a white guy, yeah. And he didn't think of himself as a white guy. He thought of himself as a Jew. Hmm. Um, wow. And Richard Pryor, of course. And now it's it's so interesting that now it's like uh, a t- just a generic topic porn. Very much so, and 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 just and everyone's got a in chunk society. On it. Everyone in society is okay with porn. He, has, I, I think that you can talk about the power of stand-up comedy and the fact that he made it okay for people to admit that they they watched and read and looked at uh, whatever dirty right. pictures or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Huh. That Bill Hicks, man. The problem with Bill Hicks is I don't know if you've watched his stuff. Like, I never watched him in the 80s. I never saw him real time. And I, I never I saw, met him. I saw him once at the Comedy Underground. You saw him for real? Yeah. In fact, I mean, I was coming back from a from doing from Triple Run Nighters, and I was going through Seattle to go home, mm-hmm. and I knew he was at the Underground, so I, I stopped by, and I saw, like, the last half of a set at the at the old Underground. Did you ever go to the old one? No. Oh, it was really cool. It was, like, a really... Super dank? Dank. I think that's the dank. only one I've ever been to. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was a really cool... And there were, it, there, you know, in classic Bill Hicks fashion, there weren't that many people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and this had to be like 90, right? I think, or 92. I mean, that's the memory I have. You know, yeah. your memory isn't correct all the time, but that's the memory I have. Well, and that's just going. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was kind of incredible. But Yeah. So, but if you try to listen to him now, like if you listen to his albums, he, it's sort of like he's been hacked so bad. It's like Lenny Bruce. Oh. Where you're like, oh, man, I wish I had heard this at the time because I would have been blown away. Right. But now he's been hacked so bad that the only person that that doesn't hold up for me is Richard Pryor. Who has also been hacked within an inch of his life. Yeah. But for some reason, his stuff is so personal. Yeah, right, right. That it still holds up 
and is a sh- uh, like a beacon. Yeah. And it's weird because I don't listen to a lot of old. I mean, I listen to almost no old stand-up comedy. I listen comedy. to almost no stand-up comedy at all. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Even my, I even tune out when I'm on stage. Uh-uh. I, I, <laughs> I, go, I go to a safe place like Sybil. One of my other personalities comes forward and tells jokes. Sybil reference. Yes. And I hang out inside. It's your birthday. Do it. <laughs> hang out inside. And then, and then uh, I listen to the tape later to hear what the personality did. Remember when Sybil came out? It was huge. And it was shocking. And you're like, what? That's a thing? That's a thing. And then I remember my sister, who was two years older than I am, still is, and uh, was in high school, read something called Triple Boy. And it was a, and it was essentially a young adult wow. book about the same problem. And he, it was about this boy who had three personalities, his regular personality, and then one of his personalities whittled. It was very weird. <laughs> I think the point is don't sexually abuse a child. Look what happens. Please. Please, molesters. Please, think about what you're doing. Yeah. You're going to create, create a whittler. <laughs> I, I tried my Bill Cosby, and it's so in, it's too inside. It's better on this podcast to, to think. Uh, here's my theory on Bill Cosby because he's right. doing that seminar. Is he, uh, is he still doing it? Well, he talked about doing it. I, I don't thought know he if announced he's really, it. Yeah. yeah, he announced that he was going to do a seminar of how not eyes, to be accused. His eyes are going all different places. Uh, is, are they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so, his, his, he's... Has he gone mad? <laughs> again, I don't mind making a Chris Christie fat joke. I'll go after that old motherfucker's eyeballs. They're going all over the place. They're not, <laughs> they're not face forward anymore because he was going blind. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Bill Cosby, you guys. But don't. what are the jokes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. And I want to know. I, I think his next album is going to be in studio. I want him to do an in-studio album just oh because I know he has jokes he, what and nobody he, wants to fucking listen to him. He and Woody Allen start a podcast together. <laughs> That's got to happen. Oh, I would I would not listen to it. I'll, I won't even listen to this one. So um, it's I do. Um, somebody emailed me and asked me if we would have our slo- slogans or lines from the show on mugs. On coffee mugs? <laughs> yes. And I was like, I could do something on Cafe Press, but I don't have any graphic design. Qual- I mean, oh, yeah, right. I don't even know what font Tammy Joe Deere put to make the logo. Right? I don't even know what font that is. And I asked oh, yeah. people, and font people don't know. And I asked Tammy Joe, and Tammy Joe was like, I'll get it to you. But it turns out she's busy. She has a life to lead, <laughs> and she's trying to earn she's, a living. She lives with 300 fonts in her house, right. like her pets. Her fonts are in <laughs> her brain. Like I, when I discovered fonts, I was like, oh. It didn't occur to me that letters had names, like different style of letters had names. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, now we all know. When, um, so when I was like, whatever, 21 or something, like when the, when the, not the, the late, the early Apple desktops came out, right? Yep. And I when had they were one. all one. And, and AOL was like two ninety five dollars an hour or yeah, yeah. whatever at that time. And, and I was making my first website, and I and I was picking like I was just writing my name, and then you had to pick a font. And I'm like, a what? <laughs> what yeah, is yeah. a font? <laughs> and then the scroll down, the bar would drop, and there's like thirty different examples. I'm like, oh my god! And Calibra is written in the that's yeah. the word Calibra is written in Calibra. In that, that's like, fucking genius. It felt like genius. You know, I know a guy who makes fonts, and he, it's one of the best. Is a guy forests. from Minneapolis named Chank? No. 
Oh, Does my God. Does he make fonts? There's this guy. Yeah. And then I got really, I was like, maybe I'll be a graphic designer. This is when I was like casting a wide net into my life. <laughs> so then I got all obsessed with this guy named Chank, C-H-A-N-K. And mm-hmm. he made fonts and he, he had like a very early website where he gave away free fonts mm-hmm. and, or you had, you could buy fonts from him right. that I hadn't seen, but that, this was way before anyone PayPal. else was doing it. Yeah. Way, no, no, way before yeah. PayPal. You had to mail him a check. Basically, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh. And so I, it was just kind of, and he, knew, I guess he knew Prince and did fonts for Prince. It was like this weird Shank. Minneapolis cool people club. Right. Yeah. That doesn't sound, I, yeah, no wonder and I what didn't a, know we, it. What a, what a great name, Chank. And why right. hasn't that word been used before this guy? To describe fonts. No, it that's could, just his name. The right, name but of I his... think it should have been called the Chank font. He might have a Chank font. That would be, uh, wh- I, where's, where's Chank, you guys? Where Chank. is he? Dot com. He's in Minneapolis. Is he That's real, why I thought you there? knew him. That's why I thought you were talking about him. Yeah, I, in fact, I may have looked up, like, sometimes I, I'm i like, remember that? And then I just, you know. You can Google it. Google it, mm-hmm. and he's still there. And he's still there working. Michael Everson uh, makes fonts for dying languages, like Inuit and oh, um, wow. different, uh, like, dialects in Thailand and Saudi Arabia. Oh, my God. And so he travels all over the world. And, and he did a dork forest where he talked about fonts. Wow. It was fantastic. Michael Everson. And uh, and, he, and now he's a publisher, and he'll publish, like, classics that are in the public domain. Yeah. Uh, in weird languages, like Gaelic. And uh, he did... Um, now the Irish might take offense to your description of That Gaelic. it's a weird language. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's weird. I'm an American. I'm about to go to Ireland. I don't even know if what do you think my Irish keep digging your grave there, sister? Exactly. (laughs) And uh, do you think I I don't think the Irish goodbye joke is going to work in Ireland? No. And um, but you could ask if what you maybe describe it as we in America call it and see if they that might uh, there's a way to break it down. That's kind of I think I'm only doing call it the Irish goodbye. Right. Is that how you guys do? Is it? that what you you guys how call you just guys goodbye? Do, do you just call them fries in France? What mm-hmm. ha- what's happening? Is it a, a royale with cheese? We're so close. We're right? so close to being done with one. Four minutes. Away. Four oh minutes. God. So this week I'm going to Dublin. You're going to Luxembourg. Are yeah. you going to pick up a set in Luxembourg? Um, the comedy club closed, but the guy I emailed, uh, Liz Mealy, gave me his email address because mm-hmm. uh, she had worked it a couple years ago. Yeah, and um, Tom Rhodes might know too. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good idea. That guy does weird European gigs. Yeah, um, he's gonna try another venue. I'm like, don't create a show for me. I'm just saying I wanted to pop in and do five because I'm officially on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he also interviews. Uh, he does an English language um, uh, magazine in oh, okay. Luxembourg, and he wants to interview me about becoming a Luxembourger. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm headed to Luxembourg. And then we, my son and I can finish our business there in mm-hmm. a day or two. Like our official business. I don't know. I'm I'm still open. I, I, I Do you have a ticket back? Or are the you ticket back is from Luxembourg. Are we doing this via <laughs> Skype? <laughs> <laughs> are we now? We're never leaving. <laughs> We're going to live in Luxembourg. You never now. know. You might stay. But um, so then after that, it's kind of open. And I still haven't, I'm still over freaked out by choices uh, when i was looking at train trips you know i thought i wherever we go i'd rather take a train just, that just seems so european yeah, a yeah. choo-choo as you like to call it <laughs> so charmingly and um 
Paris is like two hours from Luxembourg City. Oh, you got to go to Paris. I, I want to go to Paris so bad. I know. But is is it going to be like a tourist in Times Square? Is that is that what Paris is going to be like in the summertime? Except for that you've never been. True. Who cares? Right. Like if, if you've never been to New York, tourism in Times Square is amazing. At That's night. That's true. Yeah. yeah, just be a tourist. Okay. You're on vacation. You're doing great. No, I want to be hip, cool, only go to the underground places with Excellent. my 10-year-old son. <laughs> anyway, I think, uh, I think we're done. Are we? Okay. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.